You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Josh. Hi, Alan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. I miss you, buddy. Oh, I forgot to turn on my ring light. You silly there man. There, there we you go. go. Now my shiny face can be even shiny. God, I miss you. How are you? Good. I, I've got a headache today. I'm not going to lie. I, I, need, I took some Advil before we started okay. this. Okay. Well, I'm really proud of you. Um, for those of you at home, I hope you checked out um, his uh, Broadway Besties show because uh, Alana Levine and Kristen Chenoweth were on. And uh, that was really cool. As you take a sip of your water. As I do. <laughs> yes. It, it was very good. Um, I, I I heard the story. Did you hear the story that, that uh, Kristen was saying about um, yeah. how Wicked was not all about the witches when they first started workshopping it? Yeah. Was I like, mean, you tell it because they, yeah, no, it was amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, just the, the side of napkin summary is is that she came in to do a reading and it was all about Alphaba, and and then there was the side character that was like off in the wings most yeah, of the show. Yeah, and she was like, called, "Do you want me to be in the show?" Called Glinda. Yeah. And then during the yeah. reading, they're like, "Do you want me to be in the show?" Yeah. Are you sure? You it's just like it? you know, the prom is all about Sheldon, and then in the out of town, Brooks and Caitlin were like, "It has to be about me," and I was like, "Okay, fine, okay, fine." Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I miss you. First of all, I just want to say thank you to like all the essential workers and to all of you. But also to, like, my essential workers, Elizabeth, Alan, Dory, everybody at the Broadway Podcast Network. Um, I love you guys. I would love you too, man. Like, this is a weird time. This is weird. And it like, is. I, I'm really happy that BPN is, like, the fa- it's, we've become this, like, online family, you know? I know. But it's what people don't know about producers is that, that it's not just, like, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna do this ha, 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 with like a cigar. Like they're out there with a battle axe and a shovel and an army of themselves or others and uh, digging trenches and making shit happen. So I can come on at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays and Saturdays, unless we need a break <laughs> and um and do this. So I don't know. I love you. I'm just glad that you're in my life. 
Me too. Thank you. I am glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you were in my life. Virtual kisses. <laughs> and thank you all for uh, supporting the show. As you know, all of this shit is free. And you do not have to feel obligated to do this. If you would like to support Josh Swallows Broadway, we will have a season two. This is more like season 1.5. One and a half. This is the Josh Wallows Broadway live streams to get us through all this insanity. Um, but uh, and that's just gonna help the show keep going. No matter what, we are gonna be giving you content for free. I don't care if it kills us all. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> says the guy who just explained how producers dig all the trenches. I know it'll kill us all. Um, no, but we have some new Patreons, and uh, like I normally do, I will improvise a song for them. Okay, so um, oh, thank you, Shannon Davenport. You got a big fancy name. Are you related to Ken? Who knows? But you're over here, and I appreciate you so. Then there's Sam. And I really love you, man. You're a big time producer. I'm being more chill and lots of other fun things. Yes, you're a swell and David Mooney Todd, almost just like Sweeney Todd. I've known you for oh so long, but you're married, so I'm not gonna show you these. <laughs> and then there is Sarah Albergaria, the prettiest name in the world, next to Natala, my. Natala, my baby, baby, Natala. You help the show keep going. You help the show keep growing. And finally, Meg, fan slayer, she's a fan, and a slayer, and I love you, Patrick. Thank you so much for supporting the show. You too can. We added um, a $5 option just to make it a little bit more, I don't know, um, you know, uh, not exclusive, inclusive, just to make it a little bit more exclusive. Just to like give your $5 uh, claw. This is the five. Can we rename the tier the five dollar claw? Yes. Tomorrow morning we're renaming it five dollar claw. Five dollar um, claw. But no, it really does help support keep us going. Um, and that's uh, patreoncom slash Broadway. In the meantime, um, tonight is is going to be really special. Um, first of all, um, I've been uh, well. We'll get to what I've been doing with these two two kids, but. Uh, Kevin Sack and Philip Teratula are two very close friends of mine, and um, they are co-writers of mine. And um, there's this woman named Pam Goldberg, who really is Broadway royalty. Um, she was a Tony nominee. She won an Obie Award, um, and she's been, uh, you know, a proud Equity member since 1964. And uh, you will, you will get to to meet her very soon. In the meantime, let's get on and swallow some bitches. Mm. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Bye. Gal, gal. Bye, I love you. Hi. Heaven. Oh, Joshy. Oh, 
you so much. I love you. I miss you. How are you? I'm fine, but you know how fucking needy I am and how you like, love your hugs. <laughs> when I'm with you, I'm like, that's right, but let me cuddle you. And I actually and have maybe... a Josh Bjorn where I carry you on the front of my body and I just hold your Starbucks in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you never needed a gravity blanket because you were like, I have Josh. Well, I've got Josh. If I ever had anxiety, <laughs> I just lay underneath him. You know what's funny is that like the first time that we met, it was the first day of the workshop of the Opera musical Clinton, which you were a fucking huge star in and got nominated for awards in and won awards for. No, I didn't win any awards. Didn't you win like an no, award? No, I was nominated for a, a Lortel, a, a Lucia Lortel. Oh, oh girl, well, a Lortel. Well, I mean, we met in the show off Broadway did not run very long. It ran like two months if that and so when i got nominated it was the following year and i so when I, I thought it was a mistake <laughs> when i got nominated because we closed so quickly but i guess some people had seen it and then in like the next year which was 2016 i got a text from like an old school friend being like congratulations and i go please don't text me but <laughs> It, yeah, I thought I asked yeah. you not to contact me. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Um, but yes, yeah, so you and I met at the workshop in 2014, and I remember the first day we sat next to each other because you were playing Newt Gingrich, which okay. our friend John Tracy Egan later played. Our genius fucking genius, friend. who has also done variations of our show that we yeah. that we birthed in that workshop. So yeah, thank well, you. we'll thank get you, to that. Dan. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, we sat next to each other because we were kind of playing the villains together. And I remember who did you, you play. I played Ken Starr, special prosecutor, <laughs> who is seems to come up every time there's an impeachment in this country. Yeah. Um, and you were like this, like, I don't know, sexy vampire meets like SM God. Yes. You were so fucking funny. Oh, thank you. So were well, you. You were hysterical. Well, thanks, but what I remember is when you walked into the room. At first, I didn't know if I knew you, but I waved and I was like, hi, like, this is my friend. This is mine. Yeah. And then I was like, this is mine now. This is like you were my cabbage patch doll. I, I kind of was. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, carved a, an age I, on your neck. Oh, God. He's this many. <laughs> But I remember we both had recognized each other, but had never actually met as far as yeah. we know. But we we would we sat next to each other for that. I think it was a, a two week staged reading with Judy Gold, our with baby Judy, Judy Gold. Gold, our Goldzilla, who spilling coffee and spilling breaking coffee. cell phones every day. Oh, there was John Tracy during the rehearsals of Clinton yelled at her from across the room. She, he said, "Shouldn't you be off destroying Tokyo?" <laughs> She, she, all her only comebacks were just "fuck you, John Tracy." <laughs> yeah, but Dan Kanekis is really who brought us together. Yeah, God, he's a genius. He is. And now he's down in Houston. I know, keeping one of my favorite theaters afloat, uh, Tuts, down in Houston, Texas. Yes, I was supposed to just go do a brand new musical there called Pure Country. Um, yeah, and it sadly, has been canceled. Obviously, like everything else. Now. You flew there and then had to fly right back, right? I was lucky. I did not have to. Thank God. Yeah. My, uh, uh, do you know Matt Angelis? Yeah, I did Waitress with Matt. Right. Yeah. Um, we did hair together for many years. 
And he was like, hey, flying to Houston. I was like, uh, why you should call them and say I'll fly tomorrow? Because as soon as he got there, he's like, flying home to New York. You know, Get those miles. <laughs> get the miles. Um, but Dan is also one of my favorite directors, choreographers. Oh, yeah. And um, he I've also... Been a, I've been a Connecticut girl since 2014. Yeah, that's, where, that's where the joke started. I brought yeah. it into the Casey Nicola family and been like, we're Nicola girls now. <laughs> but whenever I hear people repeat it, I'm like, don't you fucking dare. That's a Zach Lehman joke. We're Connecticut girls. <laughs> we're Connecticut girls, and we always will be. We always will be, don't you see? Yes. Let's try to Jones for life. That's right. Zana do, Zana will. Zana will. Thank you very much. Zana have a lot. Yes, I have. The amazing thing, though, was that this was our rapport from the minute that we sat down. Sat down, <laughs> and then we were just laughing our way through that <laughs> workshop. But do you remember that we were actually, one of the Bill Clintons, because there were two in the show, was supposed yeah. to be Daryl Hammond up until the first day. Do you remember that? And then yeah, he, I do. And he didn't show up, and the next day they brought in Duke LaFoon, who was amazing. Yeah. Who but was I, genius. Genius. And he's he was on Mindhunter, too, if you watch that TV show. And he was great on that. Wow, I um, love him. I love him so much. I love his name. Yeah, I was about to say his name's Duke. Duke LaFoon. You know, um, I have a friend named Trip, And I was like, how did they come up with Trip?" And he was like, well... It was between Trip and Boomer because my dad wanted me to play football and be able to be like, go Boomer! And that's how I named my original prom character. Was Boomer? Was Boomer. And in the film, because Boomer was the hockey coach at the school and he had a son, Boomer Jr., Nick Boomer. Uh huh. In the film, Nick Boomer is a character. Oh my God. <laughs> You're changing lives. I want residuals! Netflix. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is like, hmm, you're not Jessica Lang. You're not Jessica Lang, dear. Not since mm, the surgery. No. Not, not since the COVID. Mm. No, not since the COVID nineteen <laughs> times. But then, oh. you, being the brilliant man that you are, always making me laugh, made some comments about like we agreed about how much we love Murder She Wrote. Like, that was our Sunday nights growing up. Mm -hmm. And our obsession with Angela Lansbury and Sweeney Todd and everything that she's ever done. And... And I had thought of a name of a show, but, like, with no substance to it. <laughs> and I said, I had thought of this show that I really want to make something out of, but I only have the title. And the title was Bloody Bloody Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so I wanted to, and you just, you literally cackled just like that, those three octaves. And then you said, can I write this with you? And I said, would you please? And then we kind of had to put it on the burner because you went and did Fine Neverland. I went and did Clinton. And then we came back together after those shows collapsed on themselves. Oh, no. Clinton. Oh, oh no. From there? Like, I remember this vividly because Clinton was happening, but I took a leave of absence to go do um, uh, that the Sondheim show, the road show. Oh, that's uh, right. At the Signature Theater. Yeah. Know. Yes. And, uh, but I got in touch with Jen Tepper because she was like, do you have any material? And 
I don't do cabarets because they give me panic attacks. I agree about that. I don't like doing cabarets. I don't even do concerts. I'm like, what yeah. are you raising money for? Here's 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, it gives me panic attacks. I can't do them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, hey, my friend and I are writing an original musical that is a parody of Murder, She Wrote, called Bloody Bloody Angel Lansbury. Um, how would you feel if we performed that there and maybe it's a weekly show and maybe we'll like have celebrity guests every week. Maybe we'll do this. And she was like, absolutely. And gave us a date. Yes. And we had no, nothing at that point. And we had, we literally had three months to write a show. Yes. And we, we did. (laughs) And we fucking nailed it. We did. We, well, we brought on Dan Kanekis to help us and we brought on Keith Varney and Philip Teratula and mm-hmm. we made an hour-long version, and our cast was through the roof. We had Gideon Glick, Sarah Stiles, Chip Zion. Chip Zion, but also you were our first Angela Lansbury or Jessica, Jessica Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah, um, John Tracy Egan. Like it was, it was you, it, me. You. Um, no, it was unbelievable, and the fact that like it sold out immediately without. Like our friends couldn't really get in. Oh yeah, no, there was that full table full of Lansbury superfans, <laughs> and they took photos with us afterwards. And they had Lansbury Jessica Fletcher earrings and scarves. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. And I remember being like our uh, our main lyricist, uh, like and um, uh, what is it, lyricist? Uh, he wrote the music, composer. He's brilliant. Keith Varney. He's incredible. Uh, he approached me years ago with uh, a musical that he wrote called "I Got Fired," but I wasn't available because I was going on tour. But I remember hearing his songs and being like, "This dude writes fucking hooks, hooks, <clears throat> hooks, baby, hooks." <laughs> and um, I was over at his house, and I was like, "Okay, um, so the opening song should be like, uh, um." You know, that's what happens in Cabot Cove. That's what happens in Cabot Cove. It should be something like very bouncy Sesame Street. Yeah. Alan, do you from our very first 54 Below, do you have that clip of the beginning of Cabot Cove? It's a tiny little town up on the coastline. Full of lovely little cottages and sunshine. Catch a perfect little sunset with hot chocolate or wine. Just a cobbler and a gross ride and a stoplight. If there's no room at the inn, we have a campsite. And if you're caught out after dark, no sweat, we're all Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. There it is. <laughs> oh my God! Now, Alan, is it okay that we couldn't hear it? Could the audience hear it? I could hear it. I could hear it fine. Yeah. Oh my God! I hate this world. Well, I'm glad that you guys could enjoy it. Well, it was a sing-along version, which is great. It's stuck in my head now. Yeah. Da, 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 da. The guy writes fucking hook. No, he yeah. does. Just the fact that I could be like, this is what it should be. And he was like, here you go. Done. And yeah. I was like, hey, let's write a musical together. You have yeah. two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> and I like that that was the sing-along version that my brother made for us with the bouncing ball. Your brothers are amazing. They are. They are. I, th- I think what... I think they might be watching, which is great. Really? Yeah. I, well, well, I know my brother Danny is a, a huge fan of Pam Goldberg. So, uh, well, I'm a huge fan of your brother Dan. I know. You remember you were trying to come to Thanksgiving. I know. Well, we did want to hook up, but ever since the virus, we thought it would be irresponsible. But I have been working it's out, deep. Dan. Dan, I'm working out, bitch. And let me tell you. Oh, he's texting oh, right now. Oh, bitch, gonna break up your home. Gonna break up your home. And if you don't have a home, I'll break it up anyway. And if you don't like that, gonna sleep with your daddy. So make dad, your choice. I think my dad's watching. So make your choice. <laughs> sorry, wait, sorry, wait, Mr. My, Zach. Danny just said, can you read that? I love Pam. Marry me, Josh. Fuck yeah, it's official. Mom, dad, I'm engaged. And he's a brilliant fucking writer. Everybody look up Dan Zach. He is a journalist and one of the best journalists alive, honestly. Um, I mean that. Um, and he writes important fucking shit right now. Um, but writing that was so much fun. And from there, we were like, hey, we actually have something. Mm-hmm. And then we actually got together. I think we took Philip on board, mm-hmm. um, who was in the show, and we really decided to write an actual musical parody, yes, but it's more like Murder, She Wrote meets Book of Mormon. Yeah, absolutely. And and we we decided to raise money to do our own sort of presentation of it. Not sort of. We did a full-out presentation of it at the Green Room 42, we did, and it was really i mean great and well done and full of people and full of uh producers which was great because that's how we met our current producers yeah um no i mean the f- i the fact that we got picked up at all and the funniest story so our producers are uh the incredible Sherry Wright Craig Hafner and Hal Luftig who are incredible people that care about art, that care about laughter, that care about keeping Broadway, off-Broadway, theater alive and rich and going, no matter what. Like, these are the real deal kind of people. Um, What's funny is that Craig and Sherry were at that one presentation before Hal came. Mm -hmm. 
and my mother was there. Yes, your mother. And she walked in. What's my mom doesn't even have that accent. Hi, mom. I love you. She goes, thank you for for saying hello on your show. She doesn't sound like that at all. Um, but, you know, she went up to them and was like, hi, how are you? What are you doing here? And they're like, oh, we're producers. She's like, hello. My son wrote the show. Nice to meet you. Do you have a card? And next thing you know, like we're in meetings. Yeah, they took you and I out for coffee and then they brought us to see the show they were producing on broadway children of a lesser god oh yeah they did and they had us do another presentation for hell and we've been developing the show with them since then which has been really fun but also like you're angela you're jessica fletcher oh can we bring up uh ceased (laughs) like you can't use my name what's that you oh, know, yeah. when we yes, we, we got a cease and desist from Angela Lansbury's lawyers saying you can't you can't use Angela's name on the show, which I hope that when the show does get a production, we put that cease and desist letter within the program for everyone to see. Oh, yeah, that's like my opening night gift to people. Yeah. Um, but so we changed my... it to Bloody Bloody Jessica Fletcher, which so far we've had no problems with CBS. Thank you, because it is a parody law. Ah. <laughs> no, but my friends that have worked with uh, Miss Lansbury, Dame Lansbury, are like, oh, she would find this fucking hilarious. I can't wait to take her to this. Oh, I would love that. that would Get be- into it. Me yeah. too. Um, um, right now, let's keep her in a bubble. Let's keep her fucking preserved. For away from everyone. Um, but the fact that, like, you and I are geeky, geeky dorks, and we got Beth fucking level to play Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, that now, was insane. Keith wrote this incredible song called Qualified, which is Beth's sort of like big, you know, first number. I am, she, her I Am song. Yeah, it's her I Am song. And she shows up to a crime scene and everybody's like, you're a, well, one person's like, you're a novelist. Like, why are you here? I, yeah, I need the police. And she's like, because I wrote a book, it's and, cool. Yeah. And so this is just, we couldn't fit the whole thing because StreamYard, I love you, StreamYard, but you only let us put a certain amount of time up and I can only edit so much. But this is the end. This is just Beth Level being like, I wrote a book. Yes, I wrote a book. I'm Mrs. Potts and Mame, so it's cool. Alan, please, please. Evening of typing and biking and fishing, jogging with a towel around my neck, typing, waving at the tugboat, waving from a porch, firing one of those guns that say bang when you shoot it, searching in the dark with a flashlight, getting startled while trying to open a door, peering through cracks in another door, running through a different door, getting scared by a shadowy figure in the dark stairwell, having my silhouette pushed by another silhouette, typing, typing, smiling while typing, shuffling a stack of papers and closing the clutter of a leather bag. The folder. Oh. Okay, that, that wasn't quite qualified, Alan, but it's okay. So love you. It's okay. I'm not going to be mean to you today, buddy. Okay, we've been in quarantine a while. But do you have the qualified song too? If you do.
She's amazing. She's incredible. She's amazing. And that cast, too. I mean, that was Emily Walton, Leslie Fucking Fritzer, Emily Walton. Fucking come from I, away I, star. She's, she's watching as well. She's as, texting me. Oh, Emily, hi. Or as I like to, I really want to rewrite come from away to get the fuck away, where people are trying to come back to the rock and, you know, Beulah's like, fuck no. <laughs> six um, feet. Six feet, fucker. Um, um, and Leslie Kritzer and Randy Blair and Gretchen Wilder. Just angels. Um, And because I don't care that you already played it, I think it's hilarious the fact that, and this was like, Kevin, this was all you in the book. Um, Alan, can we replay Beth going through the entire fucking opening? Sequence. Sequence of murder she wrote when she's asked what she did today. Evening of typing and biking and fishing, jogging with a towel around my neck, typing, waving at the tugboat, waving from a porch, firing one of those guns that say bang when you shoot it, searching in the dark with a flashlight, getting startled while trying to open a door, peering through cracks in another door, running through a different door, getting scared by a shadowy figure in the dark stairwell, having my silhouette pushed by another silhouette, typing, typing, smiling while typing, shuffling a stack of papers, and closing the clutter of a leather-bound folder. <laughs> <laughs> and she just rattles that off. T-H-E-E-N-T. <laughs> Literally, kids at home, that was, one day, that was my biggest contribution. Actually, actually no, fuck you. I contributed a lot that day, and I'm not going to give you it away. You had a lot of zingers that day. But T-H-E-E-N-D was one of my big contributions. And before we move on to one of my all-time heroes, because I can see that she's in the green room and I don't want her to go away. Um, so I'm be- I bet she's thrilled that you have a green room because that's an equity rule. <laughs> We're talking about Pam Goldberg. But uh, one of my favorite bits in the show is my character, Sheriff Tom Bosley, is constantly misquoting people until he eventually has a song literally misquoting people. Well, misquoting one certain person. And it's always like, just remember, like, what so-and-so said. And then it's like this horribly, like, misquoted thing. So as the show goes on... It gets worse and worse. The quotes get worse and worse. So, like, what seems like a real CD joke eventually, like, grows and grows. Anyway... Alan, do we have those clips? I'd love to share them. It's really a beautiful place, you know. Eleanor Roosevelt visited Kavikov once and said that you could almost smell the family values wafting on the air. This reminds me of what Joan of Arc once said. Women belong amongst the trees looking for corpses. Remember what Emily Dickinson said. I'm a shut-in. Nobody touch me. (laughs) Remember, Amelia Earhart said, I'm a lady pilot. Where am I? (laughs) Remember, Helen Keller said, Now, 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 to clean like a Sing it again, boy. Oh my god. (laughs) So wrong, but so funny. It's incredible. I'm sorry. It's really incredible. What's hilarious 
is that we did press on uh, Seth Rudetsky's show on Sirius, mm-hmm. and Beth was sick that day and couldn't sing, and so the only other option was to do the It Gets Better show, uh, the song, which is, you know, remember Helen Keller said, and then the horrible noise that follows it. And it still plays on Sirius all the time. Um, But that's nuts. I'm really excited to start developing this further with you. I'm really excited to start blurting out news that we can't blurt out just yet. I'm really excited for you, me, Philip, and Keith to get back to it. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited for when theater starts coming back and we are fucking coming back kids um, that we are going to be making you laugh. That was a cat. That was a cat knocking something over saying, Hey bitch, you're cavity. Cavity is there. (laughs) Um, Now, Kevin, I'm really jealous because you've known Pam Goldberg. Like she seems to trust you. She's never agreed to come on my show solo she only agreed to come on with you. I I consider myself very very lucky um, to know Pam um, and have gotten to know her over a couple of years. I, I did this interview series with Playbill.com called Journeyman, where they asked me to interview various theater workers, directors, stage managers, choreographers, actors, people who have been consistently in the business uh, but never achieved any sort of notoriety. Or anything like that. They just were, they're like workhorses, journeymen. Um, and I met Pam doing this and, and her stories and her life. It's, it's, it's truly incredible. She's a Tony nominee. She won an Obie Award in the early 80s for an incredible one woman show that ran for over a year off Broadway. She's oh, on wow. TV. She's been in commercials. Um, she's just been at it consistently, solidly for, for many, many years. I, I mean, I, I don't, my introduction does not do her justice. Okay, well, um, Alan, is Pam still with us? Miss Goldberg, sorry. Pam, 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 bring your, can you hear me? Can you bring the screen down a little bit, Pam? Or stand Hi, up? Pam, could you? We can only me? see your eyes. Can you? Can you sit well, up a little bit? Let me adjust my cushion. Yeah, I'm just. Do you have a phone book? Just gonna adjust my cushion. Okay. There okay. you are. We see you perfect. Is that better? Yes. Okay, good. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Pam. It's good I to see you. you. Hi, Josh. Um, hi, Miss Goldberg. Thank hey, you for nice so much. Thank you. It's a really an honor to have you on the show. I've been a fan for a very long time. So, Pam, where are you? Are you home That's in New very York? Very kind of you. No. I, well, I don't know exactly where I am. First of all, I want to say that I'm wearing black because I'm in mourning for my career. As we all are. Oh. But um, I I was supposed to have done a production of A Doll's House Part 2 at the Ends of the Earth Dinner Theater. Now, I worked there before, but I don't know where it is. I know the plane lands in Albuquerque, and then a 19-year-old drives me in a van for a good three or four hours somewhere. It might, I may be in Arizona. I don't know. So uh, how did allow me to stay in company housing? Oh, good. So, so, so you got there. So uh, I mean, yeah, and they it, had a few, you know, sundries in the uh, pantry. They did take a three hundred dollar hold on my debit card to make sure I wouldn't damage the property. 
but, a likely story, right, actors? <laughs> Pam, I'm assuming the the production it's a Doll's House Part Two, right? It it it's been canceled though for the production has been canceled. But you're still I'm in. Staying, I'm staying here because I I as a as a senior. Uh, I don't feel safe going back to live in, in New York at the moment, so I'm going to stay here in wherever I am. I think it's Arizona, eastern Arizona. And, I mean, did they they allow this? How did you find out? Did your agent call you and say you can still stay in company housing? Or That's a bit of a sore subject. My agent dropped me. Yes, it can still happen. My agent dropped me two months ago. Oh, my Jasmine. God. Yes. Um, so they had told her, I hope she's okay. I bear no ill will. It's the business. Uh, I hope she's okay. But they had told her that the show was canceled. And I, I was here and arrived. My plane tickets to her. So I got here and uh, someone picked me up and were very uh, apologetic, profusely apologized, and then offered to put me up in the company housing for as long as I wanted to be here because the staff was, in a word, minimal here. I see. Um... So I've been here eating things out of cans. I've been, uh, oh you know, going over my kitchen. Wait, hold on, oh, wait, Pam. I, I think we're having some interference. Hold on one second. I think that's me. I'll be right back. Okay. Be be careful. No, Pam. Um, what are you doing yeah, to? Said, they were very good. You know, I have a, several actor friends who are in the same position uh, across the country, being housed in company housing. You know, with uh, seven different wine openers and some uh, questionable olive oil and not much else. Really? Have yes. you been able to get what you need? Utensils? Um... Yes, there is also an unpaid intern who has been housed here. Her name is Corey, and she's been wonderfully helpful. Uh, she she uh, drives me to the grocery store and goes in and, and gets what I need. Uh, and uh, she, she's been telling me, she's been checking in on me, which has been nice. Good. And um, I'm sure you are a big role model for Corey. Do you, are you able to coach her about what life in the business is like as she's so young? She's an aspiring actress as well, and I've already taught her seven monologues. Oh, what are some of those monologues? She did. Uh, uh, she wanted to do Blanche from Streetcar, and I said, sweetheart, you're too young. Okay. So uh, I, I gave her some uh, William Inge, uh, the little girl in Picnic, and I gave her the little girl. She's, she's a petite thing, so I gave her a lot of monologues of, of little, though the member of the wedding, you know, little, little, little girl, little girl parts. monologue. Good. Oh, hi, Kevin. Welcome hi. back. Yes, hi. What were you guys chatting about? Uh, we were talking oh, about the intern. An intern who's been taking very good care of me named Corey, and she's also an aspiring actress. And I was working with her on her uh, monologues and her diction as well, because sometimes she calls me on the landline here and says, "You want to do something?" And oh. I say, "Corey, I 
I don't know what you're saying. Are you asking if I want to go to the grocery store? So yeah. that's very good of you, Pam. So what have you been doing in quarantine to, to keep yourself busy? Yeah. Well, I've been uh, going through my repertoire. Uh, uh, I've been going to the hospital and standing in the parking lot and reciting sonnets. What? That's what I do. What? Yeah. Uh, is when that safe? I all alone beweep my outcast state and treble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate. Those kinds of things are something I can do to help. But is that safe? I mean, you're to go to the hospitals? I am, I am observing the social distance. As you can see, I'm wearing my gloves right now. And I'm indoors. I'm not wearing a mask right now because I would like you to see the words I'm making with my mouth. But I would be if I wasn't giving this interview right now. I appreciate so that. I have Thank been, you. I have been exceedingly careful. Of course. I, I don't. I, oh, are you feeling okay? I'm feeling terrific. Good. Good. <laughs> yes. Well, Pam, that's a very noble thing you're doing. I mean, you're you're there and uh, did the essential workers do they enjoy it do they get to hear it do you have a, a megaphone like i i missed that if you had a mega like who hears you do these sonnets in this parking lot i don't need a megaphone i have been just barking them out it's good for vocal production uh sometimes i will teach tongue twisters medical professionals medical professionals also need good diction what you know, tongue they twisters? They say a lot of complex, as anyone who's auditioned for New Amsterdam will tell you. There is complex medical jargon that needs to be clearly articulated. I need 44 cc's. So what, so what, what, what tongue twisters do you yeah. teach? Yeah. Well, I like, give me the gift of a grip top sock. Do you, do you, do you kids know that one? Do they still teach these anymore? No. No. Can you... Can you? I will try it. Okay, I'm going to put my mouth very close to the camera so you can see the articulation going on. Give me the gift of a good top sock, a clip, clip, ship, ship, tip, top sock, tiny sleeve, slick, slip, dot, slap, slip, sock, put a plastic, elastic, grip, top sock. No, give it a desk, slack, swap, slap, rubber, slap, desk, slash, desk, have a desk, shop, then an egg, neck, net, lock, lock, d, nigger, mock, sock, with a mock, shop, block, mock, check, check, tuck, a clock, not a mock, top, pocket, top, 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 sock, not a super seer, seer, sock, pocket, a sack, spot, sock, not a spot, spangle, frog, frangle, cheap, cheap, sock, a hodge, podge, mask, lodge, pod, cards, fly, nothing, sip, sock, drip, drop, clip, little clip, but a dippy, do a dip, top, rip, top, top. Oh, okay. That was, a, I don't think I can, I don't think I can get off book for that quickly. Well, you can Josh, if you practice. You could, you could maybe post that tongue twister on your site so actors could keep up with their diction. Yeah. Give it a Yeah. So, Pam, you've been in Actors Equity since 1964. Have you ever yes, run right. in? Have you ever run into anything like this pandemic? Obviously not a pandemic per se, but anything this dire, this this destructive or this un, un, no, unsure? Well, I mean, I, I think actors are very good at uncertainty. You know, I, I had four jobs lined up they've all been i they've all been canceled i was to work at the top of the morning theater which specializes in irish work 
very important Irish work, The Top of the Morning Theater, mm -hmm. that's in Pennsylvania, the Square in the Circle Theater, not, not the circle in the square. They get each other's mail, but it's upstate New York, and you have to take a very specific Metro North to get there. Otherwise, it'll just pass right by that theater. So I was supposed to work at the Square in the Circle, the Coconut Grove in Florida. I was supposed to work there. Oh, I and, thought uh, they were out of business. Yeah, apparently they did. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of a lot of things I was supposed to do. So to answer your question, once more, I'm I'm in the space of of uncertainty and unknowing. But hmm. something always comes my way. I almost made it to the streets in the '80s, and then I booked a very successful uh, 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 run of Miracle Grow commercials. Oh yeah, and you had to shot like the a, streets. You shot like the streets. Eleven of those commercials, right? I'm sorry. You shot about eleven of them. Eleven, yes. James Whitmore had done a series of successful ones, and they were looking for a female James Whitmore. So that was that was that yeah, was a shoo-in. That was a shoo-in for you. Story of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, sometimes we luck out. We luck. So Pam, you're in maybe Arizona. It, That's sort right. of sort of indefinitely. Well, I'm gonna wait. And, well, wait, I mean, but aren't you where you are indefinitely? That's true. That's true. But when when's the last time you've been out of? Are you? Do you usually work out of town? Correct. Uh, well, yes, yes. I've worked an awful lot out of town. I was hoping with this new agent who just dropped me, but that's another story that I'd work more in the city. But because I am a New Yorker, and I yes. send my love. My love to everyone in the city, and I oh, miss it desperately. We, we miss you too. Um, I'm grateful that the there are some. It's unparalleled, among other things. Yes, but I'm grateful that there are clips on Playbill of you uh, from your Tony nominated role in. Uh, yes, yes. What show is that? Is we met on tiptoes. We met on tiptoes. It's a, it, it was, was a musical like a comedy set in the world of Russian ballet. And you played Comrade Janice, right? I played Comrade Janice, who is a stern Soviet uh, uh, who uh, uh, gets mistakenly uh, uh, matched with the lead. It was I had the best part in the show, really. I'm not I'm not tooting my own horn. I by know saying it. Yeah. That it was the. Were you the only Tony? I know because we met on tiptoes. Ran for two weeks, right? Two weeks. Me and the choreographer got Tony nominations. Both of us lost. My mine was the first award of the evening, and I turned to my friend Sebastian McMartin, who's a dresser, who was my date for that evening. That evening, and then I I lost, and I turned to him and I said, "Can we leave?" Did you? Uh, you know. No, I did not leave. I wanted to stay and support my colleagues, but uh, the show was was a, a long sit. Uh, who was the choreographer? Did did he win? Sham Hepworth. No, he did not win. Uh, he was he wasn't even there. He was off choreographing another show. He came from the world of ballet. We met on tiptoes. Was set in the. Uh, it was a Cold War. It was set in the world of Russian ballet, and there was a Cold War aspect to it. So the title "We Met on Tiptoes" not only referred to the ballet, but also, you know, the oh know, yeah, the, yeah, the spy yeah. aspect. So it was, a, it was a Cold War musical comedy that had to be one That's of a right. kind. 
Well, there was a there was a, a, a the adaptation of Nanotchka they tried called Niet Niet Nanotchka that never made it out of New Haven. I see. So yeah, so, I heard Encores wanted to do that this summer, but it was canceled. Oh, yeah. I have urged to do We Met on Tiptoes, and you know. They 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 write me very nice emails back, but no 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 dice. I see. So you There's were good things in that score, mostly what I did. Yeah, I remember the song. It was very catchy. Um, yes, comrade. So you were about to do a Doll's House Part Two. I was, I which I have done three times now. That's my bread and butter these days. A Doll's House Part Two is a brilliant play. Just brilliant. You play the the maid, correct? That's correct. Um, oh, I can't curse on here, can I? No. Yes, you can. Yes, she, you can. Oh, okay. She says the big, you know, fuck you, Nora. That's the big laugh line. Although, strangely, didn't get a laugh in, in, in some parts of the country. I don't know why, but. It That's plays. You you two know this. Certain certain parts of the country find things funny, and so and some don't. Is everything okay? You looked as someone outside. Yeah, you look nervous. No, I'm fine. I I I'm gonna turn a light on because the sun is setting. Oh, that's right. I forgot your two hours. Do you think she's of. okay? I I think so. I mean, I've never seen her hair quite this flat. Yeah. But Welcome hi, back. Welcome back. You look great. Okay. Is this better? Because I yes. can't see anything. You can't see us? No, I, I, I can, but you're very small. Oh. And, and you could stand to project a little more. I know you're talking to a microphone, Kevin, but this is this is becoming a recurring issue with you. I'm well, sorry, yeah. I've only got this little thing right here. We're also younger and used to microphones and amplification. Is that an issue with young people? You'll get there. Yeah. We'll You'll get, there. get there. Corey went to a drive through Starbucks and, and, and got me an iced latte today, and it was the greatest thing that happened to me. So thank you, Corey. She's watching. That's great that she's been sort of keeping an eye on you out there do you i mean is there anyone 15 is is anyone 15 my god um is anyone in new york uh reaching out to you like checking on your house or anything like that or anyone from i know you're from michigan or kalamazoo kalamazoo i i i am the uh surviving member of my family oh um I, uh, my usually my representation checks in on me, so this is just a, an unfortunate moment of timing <laughs> to be dropped uh, right at, at this moment. But um, yes, I've heard from actor colleagues of mine who are reaching out and, and making sure I'm all right, and I thank them all very so I know, much. I know you're old friends with Mary Stout. Mary Scout and VN Cox. Oh yeah, VN. She's actually my downstairs neighbor in New York. Oh, how did we not know that? I'm. So, I should have That's told you that. Marvelous. Yeah. No, she's been. She, she lives downstairs of me, and she's been there for about 19 years. And and we have a ball. She she talked about that you guys did a a, a production of Steel Magnolias. Where and, I, I don't want to give it away. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. I was. I, I told you about the car. Yeah. She she said that it was a 
I forgot players theater, New Jersey, something, something in New Jersey. And they would commute in the van from New York to the show. And it broke down in the, just outside of the Holland tunnel in New Jersey. And just and, outside the Holland tunnel. Yeah. And, and Vianne was driving. She had volunteered to drive. She was very young. I think she was playing Anel. She said, um, this was steel magnolias. Yes. I yeah. was Weezer. Yeah. yeah. And she said that the the van just kind of slowed to a stop and you just sprung into action and you got out of the car and you, you pushed the van. <laughs> it was pandemonium. The car broke down. It wouldn't move. We were in front of the Holland Tunnel. You all know what that means. Traffic honking, you know, people shouting at you. Well, I got out of the van and pushed it. You pushed it clear I off the highway. A van. Yes. Through the Holland Tunnel. The you know, show I must go on. Well, we had to get there. Yeah. And Vianne said that you actually got to the theater. Say it's a maternal, that's the kind of, you know, mothers lift cars over their toddlers. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Vianne said you actually, it was just that she had forgotten to fill the gas and had run out of gas. And yeah. she felt so bad. But you guys but arrived at the theater. But a flibberty gibbet. How do you solve a problem like Vianne? Um you guys got to the theater, made it by Don't call. Let her drive. <laughs> you made it by the seven thirty half hour, and and you made sure that none of the other women in the show uh, sort of got Vienna in trouble. You were just like, "It's okay, we made it on time." It was a human mistake. It was an innocent mistake, and I respect an innocent mistake. I do not respect a deliberate mistake. No, I mean uh, you are a legendary for sort of being so on it with things you know i've only missed four shows in my career i know that's it I'm four me too yeah yeah well don't you think it's important now in the midst of the pandemic that if you have a cold that you stay home i think if you're legitimately sick of course you should stay home but you know uh if i can walk crawl or roll i'll go on Okay, well, that's what makes Pam Goldberg Pam Goldberg, and that's why I am a fan of you and always have been, and I'm so grateful that you came on the show tonight. Oh, I'm, I'm so grateful. You're wonderful. Oh, thank you, Miss Goldberg. That means the world to me. And, um, you know, as far as your, your Tony Nom, your OB, being a proud equity member since 64, you inspire me, and I hope you start taking some videos of you at a healthy distance at hospitals, well, encouraging them through theatrical monologues, sonnets. Yeah. Sonnets. yeah. Um, I could do a vocal warm-up, you know, uh, maybe just a group primal scream. Well, Someone may find that helpful. Perhaps to wind us all down for tonight's episode of Josh Wallow's Broadway, the live stream edition, could you do maybe a uh, a vocal warm down or maybe just sing us off? I mean, I'd happy to. I'd be happy to do uh, or a sonnet, a whatever you work. wish. Okay, so this is when you've come off the stage and uh, you're wanting to cool everything down and not not go off tense so just just really kind of massage the throat gently 
this looks like I'm being strangled, but these are just because of, of the pandemic. That's all. I should massage the throat gently. I go soft circles, soft circles, and then this up and down, shoulders, and 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 um and then when you go home you ice your knees that's always what you should do i don't care how young you are so the younger the better and i'll sing a little bit of my song from we met on tiptoes thank you play us out kevin close your eyes there was a fellow back in 42 who i love but he had no clue he never called me comrade, and then another in, back in 59, who even after a lot of wine, he never called me comrade, and then another came into you and said, come on, but you know things that he uh, uh, never ever knew, da, my comrade, yeah, my comrade, you're my comrade, you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I know I'm going to sleep like a baby. Um, I, I love you, Miss Goldberg. Kevin, I love you so much. Um, I can't you, wait Josh. to keep going love with you. our show. And gentle uh, listeners at home, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be in touch with our next thank you. episode for Saturday at 9 p.m. Thanks for Wash your hands, everyone. Premature cue. All right. <laughs> Good night. Bye. I love you. Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive. And swallow you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.